Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Bree. We're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all-or-nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation. Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard, and we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Hey, Mel, how much do you weigh? I'm just kidding. I don't know sharing that information. I don't either, but that's not what I really wanted to ask you. <laughs> how often do you weigh yourself? Um, well, it fluctuates, but you know what? I probably like once a week, but I don't really focus on that number because I know that my weight can fluctuate like five pounds on any given day. I mean, <laughs> I try to always weigh myself in the morning, you know, without clothes on after, after you pee. The bathroom. Yeah. 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 You know all the tricks. So, um, but yeah, I'd probably say like once a week. Okay. I'm about the same. So you may have heard me tell this story before, but back when I was cardio queen, mm-hmm. um, years and years ago, I, my mission was to get to a certain number on the scale. Mm -hmm. So full disclosure, I'm 5'8". I'm about 145 pounds right now. My goal, and you know what? I don't think I've ever actually said this out loud. So here we go. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) My goal, and I have no idea where this number came from. Mm -hmm. Okay. I wanted to hit 127 pounds. Girl, that's what I weigh. And I'm like (laughs) 5'4". Okay. (laughs) See, I've never said that out loud. Seriously, my heart's racing. Um, (laughs) I don't know where that number came from, but that's what I was fixated on. And I cardioed my ass off for, you know, I did all of the workouts, right? All the things. Um, I was meticulous with everything because I felt like if I could get to 127, all would be right in my world. I've been there. Everything was going to be great when I got there, right? And I got there Mm -hmm. and I will never forget standing on that stupid scale and I got there and I was so freaking excited. Like I almost cried. Uh I couldn't believe it. Told my husband, he was like, oh yeah, that's great, honey. You know how guys are. It's like, okay, whatever. Um, And then you went and ate a Big Mac. (laughs) Yeah. You know me. I love my McDee's. Just kidding. (laughs) Couldn't tell you the last time I had that. Yeah, right. Um, So it's Chick-fil-A. That's, it's the Lord's chicken. It's better. my husband... my kids so like that's like a special they know mommy won't take them to mcdonald's because i but my husband somehow negotiated with them and so Mm. i know we need to have a chat with him the only thing they really go there for is the flipping toy like they didn't even just buy the toy you can go on ebay and buy the toy why are we going to go to ebay buy the toy and stick it in a chick-fil-a meal right there we go no so i got to 127 Mm -hmm. i'm 5'8 and I'm, I'm more of the, if you know, you can't see me on a podcast, but I'm more of the athletic build. Yes, I am not are. like, you know, model wafer thin by any stretch of the imagination. Um, at that time though, I didn't realize how thin I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't like emaciated or anorexic looking by any stretch of the imagination, but I was thin. Right. Um, and so I, I, I remember stepping on the scale and being really excited And then the rest of the day went on and I was super pumped and weighed myself again the next morning because that's what I did. I weighed myself every single day Mm -hmm. um, because that was a measure of how good I was doing. Right, right. Did I need to eat less? Did I need to work out harder? Um, And it went up like half a pound the next day. I was like, well, okay, I I could deal with that. But anyway, the rest of the week went on, kept weighing myself, and I never saw 
127 again. I hovered really close, like within half a pound or a pound. But nothing nothing else changed. Mm -hmm. My life wasn't better. I still didn't like what I saw in the mirror. I still wasn't happy. Yeah. Um, And so that's when it just kind of dawned on me. It was like, oh, shit, it's not about the weight, you know? Yeah. Um, And it took me years. I mean, like... Gosh, if you, my best friend can probably tell you a little bit more, but not until maybe two years ago or not even that long that, that I was finally okay with not caring. Isn't that funny how we get so fixated on a number, mm-hmm. on a scale, mm-hmm. on a unit of measure. Yeah. That's all it like is. Something that does. Yeah. It doesn't measure anything else. Mm-mm. I know. And so what I realized, you know, was that the number on the scale didn't matter because it, it doesn't measure how you feel on the inside. Mm-hmm. It doesn't measure the, the things that you're saying to yourself when you're staring at yourself in the mirror. Um, and everybody's telling you, Oh, you look great or whatever. It doesn't matter if that's not what's playing in your head. If you're not happy with what's on the inside, no number is ever going to matter. And ultimately it doesn't even measure body composition. It doesn't measure shit. No, it all it, do- all it measures is weight and that weight, it doesn't matter if it's water weight or fat or muscle. Yeah. The scale doesn't differentiate that. And so that's, for me, my, my kind of turning point when I started to actually get back into weightlifting again. Mm-hmm. And I still weighed myself every day mm-hmm. for a very long time because that was just how I did things. Um, but I, I got to watch my body transform and kind of put muscle on and take some shape. And it was really eye-opening to be like, okay, wait a minute. Even though the scale says this, but I, I look like this, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, the scale says I've gained weight, but my clothes fit better. I look tighter and I kind of have some biceps now. But the scale still says I weigh, you know, it says my weight's increasing. That's when it kind of was clicking. It's not all about that stupid number. You know? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many, and I'm sure you've run into this too, how many clients I've had that they step on the scale and they have, they've either not lost any weight, they've only lost a pound or they've gone up a pound, but I send them for a body scan and they've lost like three, five percent body fat. Like they've lost a lot of body fat. And they can see, because, you know, in those body scans, it gives you the actual visual picture, outlines your body, and it it compares it. And they can see the difference on that scan. Yeah. But they got so fixated on that scale number. Right. But see, they didn't even have those back when I was at the beginning of my journey. Right. right? And you know what? You need to remind me to make a note in the show notes to um, put a link to the scan that you and I both use oh, yeah, for yeah. people Absolutely. that are local or they can find one local to them because they really are a game changer. Um, whether you're looking to gain weight or lose weight, it's a game changer. And they're very motivating. You see oh that my gosh, sludge. Yeah. You're like, oh. <laughs> the picture. Yeah. It doesn't matter how fit you are. Right. Those body scans never look pretty on paper. No. 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 I look at mine. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> So I, I wanted to talk about what the bot, what the scale doesn't show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I get a lot of clients that are wrapped up in this and they think, now, full disclosure, I tell anybody that works with me, if you were not going to get drastic results in the first month, it's no. actually going to take months. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's with some serious dedication, right? But I, I'm trying to teach them the long-term tools, right? right? Anyway, 
So the things that the scale doesn't show, and I think this is really, really important for people to understand, especially females. Number one, our bodies fluctuate like nobody's business, especially (laughs) given when it's time for our our monthly cycle. Yes. I I go up anywhere from four to seven pounds sometimes. And when I when I do step on the scale and I see that and I'm like, well, it must be about my time of the month because there's like five pounds and my clothes don't fit. Right. But then it goes away. Yeah. Um, Do you want to hear something funny? Always. You're, you're gonna... <laughs> so my husband and I gave it a name. Oh. Yeah. So we always, when it's that time of the month, we say uh, Hurricane Herman's come to town. Hurricane Herman. <laughs> because he destroys everything in his path. Yeah. Stupid bastard. I know. And I tend to eat all the things too, but that's a, that's a different topic. Um, so here's the thing that the scale doesn't show. And this is something that I will have my clients we'll sit down and talk about it when they're really down on themselves and uh-huh. like the scale's not moving or, or we do even just like the handheld measurement thing and step on my scale and they're like nothing I'm like, okay, wait a minute. You're right. The scale doesn't show any change. So this is what, these are some of the things that I ask. Um, how are you sleeping? How's your stress levels? Is that reduced? I can look at all of your, your workouts and see that you're gaining strength. Mm -hmm. So something's happening, right? You've increased 10 pounds here, five pounds here. Oh, I have. Oh, okay. Well, that's awesome. Or yeah, I thought that felt a little lighter this week. Um, they're not yelling at their kids as much. Mm -hmm. They're sleeping better. Their libido is increased. Mm -hmm. That's always a bonus. Right. You're welcome. (laughs) Husbands. Um, they're more active. They're not always like, Oh my God, I just want to go to sleep after work. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're more apt to go hang out with their kids a little bit or chase them around the yard. Uh, they're naturally making better food choices without thinking about it as much. Um, or they're turning things down that don't serve them as well. Like, oh, dessert after dinner. No, I'm good. You know, um, their skin is clear. Yeah. They're maybe depending on less energy drinks or sodas throughout the day to get them through. So I like to go through that with them and really help them pull out every single little thing that's improved because I think the scale and then like society with the whole diet industry, right? Mm -hmm. It's all about the scale, like the biggest loser. It's all about that flipping number on the scale. Drives me crazy. It drives me bananas. And there's so much more to being healthy than that scale. And yeah, the number is important. It does matter what you weigh to a certain degree, right? Yeah. If you're 500 pounds, yeah, that but is you, not healthy. You, but you can know that without looking at a scale that right. you're overweight. Right. You don't need a scale to determine that. Right. So, And, and the other thing that I advocate um, outside of the scale is a good unit of measure. Mm-hmm. It, it is, right? Um but it's not all encompassing, I guess is my point. So the other things, some tips that I wanted to give today for people doing it on their own that that don't have a trainer is journaling, like some of the things that we just talked about, right? Um, And then you can look back and see where those improvements are happening. Uh, Measurements with a good old measuring tape, right? Uh, The way your clothes fit is huge. Yes, that's what I always tell people to go by. If they don't, they can't track their body fat, they should go by how their clothes fit. Right. Because that's a big indicator. I like to tell my, in pictures. So yes. I like to tell my clients, if they're not comfortable taking pictures in a bathing suit or sports bra and bottom or, you know, gym shorts, whatever, um, find something in your closet that is a little too snug for you. We all have it. 
my pink shorts right here. Too snug right now. These are my, these are my legit, my measure. Um, you could probably go on my Facebook and find posts on this from a while back. Those are my measure. I can put those on and I'm like, oh, busted can of biscuits or, oh, hey, these are, I'm not kidding. Or, hey, these are feeling good right now. Yeah. And take your picture in them. The thing is, we see ourselves every single day. Yes. Even even if we're like, eh, we don't like what we see in the mirror, you're still looking at yourself. So you're not going to see those little bitty changes. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, either weekly or bi-weekly pictures, take them in the same outfit, the same spot, the same lighting, the same time of day, you know, every two weeks or whatever mm-hmm. that looks like for you. And you will start to see those incremental changes, even if the scale is still not reflecting what you want it to or if it's jumping up. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, the scale, I, I, I have to say, though, the scale for me at times will motivate me if I'm like, oh, I'm sure. up a couple pounds. Like, because I, when I do measure myself, I do it the same time right. each morning. Um, and I'm like, oh, well, I, I know why I'm up, though, because I know I haven't been eating the best. And right. I know I haven't been getting enough sleep mm-hmm. and those kinds of things. So it, I, I use it as a motivator. But I've been doing this long enough to know, right? Th- you know, what the cause of my weight gain is. Right. And right. it's not just water weight or it's not just that time of the month, you know. Right. And it, I think it takes a while to get to that point, yes. too, right? Yes. That's not something that anybody can just do overnight. It took me years to get to but get to that. I because I've gotten to that point when I'm up a couple of pounds, it doesn't force me to want to go keep eating that. Like, you know, I'm not going right. for that pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Right. Like, oh dang it, I'm up five pounds. Well, I might, might as, as well, well eat some yeah. more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It it does it it's just a unit of measure. Mm-hmm. Uh for sure. Um did you have anything else you wanted to add to that? No, I mean I, I mean, do you see this problem a lot with, with your clients? I do. They measure themselves. A lot of them measure themselves every day. I have to basically tell them, okay, you know, if, if they went in for a body scan, I'm like, I want you to stay off that scale for at least a week. Yeah. I mean, if you can stay off of it until the next body scan, that would be awesome. Right. If your clothes are fitting tighter, the same thing what you were saying, mm-hmm. then, you know, we can reevaluate. But... Don't you, especially if they're very like habitual about getting on that scale, and they, you can tell with a client once you sit down and talk with them whether they use that scale to determine their progress, mm-hmm. and that's that's how I gauge how often, you know, I'm telling them, okay, this is okay, or you know, you shouldn't do this or or that or what we need to focus on, mm-hmm. like you said, taking the pictures in the same outfit, the same lighting. Or maybe just use measuring tape or just, you know, tr- I love to have my clients journal how they're feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, not just when my clients, when I tell them to journal, I'm not just telling them to journal what they're eating. I'm telling them to journal um, times a day they find themselves grabbing food, mm-hmm. how much water they're drinking, mm-hmm. you know, anything out of the norm. Or if they woke up really happy and energetic, I want them to know that. Yeah. And we, we touch on that too with, with the health coaching and we tie that to things that they're eating as well Mm -hmm. is, is maybe something you're eating causing you to have low energy or high energy. And we kind of pick up, which sounds like you do the same thing with Mm -hmm. yours, which is awesome. Um, yeah, it just, I, I hate to see people essentially wrapping up their worth in the scale. Yes. You know, because the scale does not define you. Not at all. Anyone ever. 
No, it, it doesn't. Um, and, you know, the stupid, I'm going to bring up Biggest Loser again because. I, you love that show so I, much I right love now. it. I love it. It's my favorite. Um, I DVR it so I don't miss it. But they just, but they're huge advocates of that. It's all about the scale. And it just mm-hmm. kills me to see that. And then I see that in, in my community too. There are certain mm-hmm. people I see that continue to do these insane six weeks weight loss challenges. Right. Well, they're getting it from, you know, social media right. or, you know, media in general. Right. And um, they're seeing these shows like The Biggest Loser and be like, hey, you know, if that can motivate can, them to do th- I can do that. Yeah. And, oh, there's a there's a $100 prize. Okay, I'm going to yeah. go do that. And then what happens? They gain the weight back. Yeah. They're the ones that I see yo-yoing. And it breaks my heart. It's like, look, if you take the slower route, I know it's not fun. It's not glamorous. No. I We... We all want overnight successes. Right? We all want overnight results, right? But, oh my gosh, it just doesn't work that way. No. I mean, it took you how long to get to the point you're at? Years. Yes. So it's going to take you that long, if not more, because now you're not only having to fix the issues, you're having to re- repair your metabolism. Yep. It's so screwed up from the yo-yo dieting, the lack of activity. So you're not only having to get to that point physically mentally but you're having to repair that metabolism Mm -hmm. that has just suffered so much yeah it has and that's and that's what tying to the scale does to you Mm -hmm. i think you just chase that number at all costs and you're screwing so many other things up in the process it's just not worth it no it's not and then you beat yourself up over (sighs) over some number yeah it's just it breaks my heart to see people when they get to that point that they just kick themselves over and over even my clients that we see progress on their body scans but then they still revert back to that scale well i'm up a pound that number doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter. Right. you're down in body fat right which means you're building muscle and losing fat right. which is what we want right i know i know or they think because you know they were that number 20 years ago right that's the number they should be at i'm like no honey you aged <laughs> like with yeah, that comes and I, changes in your body i think that's a great point too because i always ask my clients what's what's your ultimate goal weight and i don't ask that with the premise that we're going to chase that number yeah. at all i just like to get an idea of where their mind is at mm-hmm. and then i follow up with and when was the last time you were there mm-hmm. And how did you feel when you were at that? What were you doing? What was your life like, right? Because if you tell me you want to get down to 115, which is what you weighed when you were a freshman in high school, Mm -hmm. and you've had four kids and three C-sections, and you work a nine-to-five, and you drive, you know, kids around all day long, let's be a little more realistic with those goals, right? Right. Because that's, yeah, that, (laughs) you you know, when we were talking in the last podcast, we were talking about exercise, and you have to find what works for you and your lifestyle, your schedule. And mm-hmm. if you can't fit that time into exercise, to prep your meals, to do the things you need to do in order to hit that number, then you need to reassess. Because if those things aren't going to change, the number on the scale mm-hmm. is not going to change. Mm-hmm. Your body composition is not going to change. Right. And we kind of talked about this in another podcast too about you have to ask yourself if you're you're chasing after a certain physique or number or body mm-hmm. fat percentage or whatever that looks like for you, is what you're doing sustainable long term? Yeah. Are you prepared to 
continue at that level to maintain that. Yeah. You know? And so one thing I want to bring up, um, so you know how I feel about bikini competitions. Mm Mm-hmm. I am not a big advocate for them because they're usually extreme diet. Now, they are very well monitored in the time they are being done. Mm-hmm. Like, usually you, you have a coach who's very well experienced, who trains you to do the right exercises, eat the right macros. You hope. <laughs> you hope. And in a lot of cases, mm-hmm. though, you can find that. But there is no transition for after mm-hmm. they get off. Like, when they're done with the beginning competition, there's been so many times <clears throat> that I've seen people come out of bikini competi- competitions and they end up coming out, like, 50, 60 pounds heavier, you know, six months down mm-hmm. the road yep. because they were so um, limited on what they could eat. Mm-hmm. And they went crazy once they were not competing and to have to go, and then they'll try to go back, and they can't go back. Right. Because their metabolism is so screwed up. And their hormones. And their hormones, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. So, I, again, that's not something that's very realistic, because it's not sustainable long-term. Right. For the majority. There are some people that can eat like that night and day oh, for the Oh, yeah, rest but of they're, they're the unicorns. Yeah. And, and that's not, that's the other thing, too. It's important not to compare yourself, mm-hmm. um, because the majority... I think, what is the statistic on the population of people with abs? There are more, there are more people in the world that are millionaires than there are with six packs. I'm so surprised with that one. (laughs) But if you look at social media and look at Instagram and the others, you would think differently. Well, yeah, because they have Photoshop. I mean, it's simple or as that. or they're just showing the time where they are shredded for that particular competition, and yeah. that's it. It's not. And don't get me wrong, I do know some people. I do know a mom or two that walk around shredded out. That's like their genetics. Mm-hmm. They are genetic freaks. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, um, but they but worked to get. It, they to did. That they point. still put in the work, and you have to ask yourself if these people you're comparing yourself to are you prepared to put in the level of work that they have put in? Yeah. Are you prepared to continue that level of work? Are you prepared to miss family outings and enjoy real food all the time and not work out three hours a day? You know, are you prepared to do all that? Chances are no. No. I mean, it's, and when we say a lot of work, it's a lot of work. Like they're spending hours in the gym. They're eating like tilapia and rice and broccoli mm-hmm. rice um, cakes rice cakes and i like rice cakes. i do i was gonna say i was gonna say oh, wait, i do like rice cakes <laughs> but you're so <laughs> limited on what you can have right i mean you can't go and have a cup of ice cream or go to starbucks and get a latte or right like that stuff doesn't fit within right. your diet when you're right. doing stuff like I think that there are healthier ways to do it for sure. And there are people in the industry that do it a lot better than others. Mm -hmm. But the majority of those are the broccoli, rice, tilapia, three times a day, you know, two hours on the step mill, three hours of strength training and go sit in a sauna with a sauna suit on. Yeah. That's the norm. And and that's just not realistic for the rest of us. It's a little, little on the the extreme side. It's not something that people can do. Long term, actually, I don't know very many people that can even do that for a week. No, I did. Did I tell you this? I did the. Um, I'll, I'll knock it. I don't care. I did the twenty-one day fix extreme mm-hmm. meal plan. Mm-hmm. So it's, I did the countdown to competition. I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. So it's twenty-one days of eating, you know, broccoli, 
tilapia and in whatever. It was like the same thing. And I, when you're doing such extreme things like that, it's so much easier just to eat the same thing because mm-hmm. you don't have to think about it. Yeah. It's one less thing. It's just, you're shoveling it in because that's, that's it. That's what you get to eat. That's what you get to eat. And yes, there was more variety than that. So I'm, yeah. I'm not going to knock them that hard, but I did that for three weeks. How was it? <laughs> I didn't, it didn't do a damn thing for me. Okay. Nothing. And I was meticulous. It did nothing for me. Absolutely nothing. And I know for some people it works great. Mm -hmm. But for me, I think I was a little more, not that I'm some advanced lifter, but I was kind of beyond that. Mm -hmm. You're so regimented, like in your routine, in your eating. I am, but I still grab handfuls of Annie's snack mix and, you know, But when you're focusing, because we all have times when we focus more than others. Yeah. Um, Like me, you know, over the winter, I kind of... Not that I let myself go, but I enjoy Just things relaxed. a little bit more. Yeah. Over the summertime, I tend to be a little bit more strict with myself, but I like the fresh fruits. I like the fresh right. vegetables because they're all in season. Right. And that doesn't bother me. Right. You know, and of course, I want to, you know, feel a certain way, look a certain way yeah. in my bathing suit and stuff right. like that. So, you know, doing all those things isn't much to me. It's just I need to focus more. Right. And I think we all yeah. go through that. We do. And, it, and I think it also takes a while to get to that point that you and I oh, are at, yeah. full disclosure, right? How many years did it take us to get here? A very long time. Yes. And I'm <laughs> just now, I know my best friend would call me out if she were here. Um, she would be able to tell me exactly when, like, I stopped obsessing about it. But, I, you know, you finally get to that point where, yeah, I may step on the scale and I may not like what I see, but I'm like, okay. And I go on about my day. I'm like, all right, I should probably tighten things up a little bit again, mm-hmm. or I need to have I really been working out like I think I have, or have I been, you know, pushing myself as hard as I can be to, to do a little bit better or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't really care like about the scale. It's like, yeah. okay, but I know I'm performing well, like my clothes fit good. I feel yeah. good. That's all that matters. And that for me, that's what I want for my clients. Yes. I want them to have fat loss of course, and gain muscle, yeah. But I want them to feel, feel good on the inside. Feel good. Like comfortable in the skin you're in. Yes. I want them to look in the mirror and be like, even if they're not, even if they still have 50 or 75 or 100 pounds to lose, I want them to look in the mirror and be like, I'm freaking awesome. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm strong. I'm sleeping good. I'm feeling good. My husband's complimenting me or my wife is yeah. complimenting me. I'm able to keep up with my kids. I actually turned down the Oreos this time and I've never been able to turn down Oreos in my life. You know, whatever that is, it's like, there's so many other things that are so much more important than that stupid scale. Right. It's ultimately about having the confidence. Cause if you think yes. about it, when you're confident in your abilities, in yourself, you don't give a damn what anybody else thinks about you. Right. Like, or, you know, in that particular area, you're like, no, I'm, I'm comfortable in my right? skin. So if they think I need to lose a couple pounds or I need to do this or that, they're, I'm happy with the way I am. Yeah, their opinions don't pay my bills. No. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. It's, yeah, I mean, people, like, make fun of me for some of the pictures I post on social media, like my goofy, stupid yeah. faces. I don't care. Yeah, I don't. Exactly. Like. <laughs> I don't care. But if you, I mean, and that's why I always say I'm in the confidence building business. Because Absolutely. to me, it's not just about how you look. Actually, a big part of it's not about how you look. 
that unfortunately does kind of gear us certain ways. I mean, I do care about what yeah. I look like. I'm vain. I'm not. But I'm, I'm... it's it's about how you feel exactly. about yourself. If you don't have that, it doesn't matter. I mean, if, if I worked my butt off to get to achieve a certain goal, and it makes me happy, like that's something I could check off, you know, right? on my list and be like, you know what, that and that's gonna build my confidence in yeah. my abilities. Yeah, um, for sure. And that's. It's so important to be able to, you know, show other people, teach our clients that it's not about a number. It's not about weight. Right. That's irrelevant. It's about how you feel on Mm -hmm. the inside and what you can do versus what you can't do. Yeah. And I think, I just want to end too, because I think if you, I want to end on rather, once you have all that other stuff worked out on the inside the weight is just kind of a byproduct and yes. it does tend to once once you can relax and let some of that crap go on the inside no pun intended <laughs> the, the that was a really bad segue sorry <laughs> i'm going to leave it though um I'm just, <laughs> all right sister well let's wrap up on that really ill-timed note um I like I mentioned earlier I'm gonna put in the show notes the link to the body scan that you and I use and that we refer to our clients it's gonna be for for our friend locally that does it um but I believe you can find these these machines or this body scan pretty much anywhere if you just google it if you're not local to us there's areas all over the U.S. that have them. Yeah, we'll include her stuff in there so you can see this is just a girlfriend of ours that does it. She's awesome. She's amazing. Yeah, she's she's super cool. All right, thank you guys so much for listening today. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you know we are always down to hear it. We will catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. If you like what you heard, we'd love for you to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast. If you're looking for more ways to connect, you can find us on our Facebook page at Beyond Fit Mel Bree or on Instagram. Bree is at Hope Faith Get Fit and you can find Mel at Mel Hammonds. Thank you so much and we'll catch you on the next episode.